awesome. so let's start off with how long you've been cooking. Uh, so my whole career was a uh, start from Mexico, like that was like 2006, so over 10 years now. Wow, yeah. okay. And what made you get into being a chef? Was it something you always wanted to do? Yeah, absolutely. Like I was very interested about cooking since I was like little. I think there's something to do with hanging out with my grandma when she was cooking in the kitchen, all this kind of stuff. So that kind of thing always uh, very interesting for me. And then I actually started uh, economic in the university. Yeah. But halfway through, I just feel like this is not really for me. So yeah. I decide to yeah to go to a different path and uh, yeah so pick up the the cooking culinary yeah. side yeah so and then packed my pretty much finished my uni packed my bag bought a one way ticket to Mexico because in that time I've just like very fascinated about the Latin American culture and okay. all that kind of stuff so it's like yeah <laughs> so where are you from originally China China yeah. is it is it an unusual leaning like yeah absolutely Mexico? yeah absolutely <laughs> like it's a uh, I haven't met anybody in China like no. I actually got trained in Mexico. So I think that's the whole reason I got really lucky because like this opportunity and all that kind of stuff. So um, uh, basically I went to Mexico and then I studied Spanish to begin with. Mm. And in that time I had no idea how to speak Spanish, not really, have, didn't have much, have much idea about where I want to live in Mexico. Yeah. I heard there's one particular city called Oaxaca, it's quite beautiful. So. So I just went there and then studied Spanish for about a month and uh, yeah, so actually went, went out for uh, the best restaurant in town. So and then the head chef walked out and just like, oh, we don't really see much of the Chinese tourist here. So like, you know, what are you doing here? I was like, yeah, I'm here to study Spanish. Hopefully I can learn, you know, Mexican cooking. And he's like, cool. So what are you doing tomorrow? I was like, nothing. He's yeah. like, come by. and. Uh, like yeah, have a look in the kitchen and how you know. So because they do have a lot of uh, exchange chefs from uh, America to to the restaurant okay. in Oaxaca, and so they they are very used to about foreigners working in the kitchen, all that kind of stuff. So yeah, start as a basically assistant in the kitchen, and then just doing salad to start with. And yeah, about half a year, I was a sous chef there. <laughs> so, wow, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah, it's a, a sous chef. That's my best time, like the best two years of my life. Basically, I think I learned so much. Yes. Every day I woke up and then, like I go, basically I work really hard. I go back to, to home and study a bit of Spanish and hang out with friends. And uh, like, you know, I don't even, as beginning, I don't even know how to say onion, cut, knife, nothing. So wow. I learned from everything from scratch in about half a year. So I think that's really given me a stage for me to, for my, like, a, in that time was interest to mm. develop into something. Like, luckily I got a bit of talent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. And that's amazing because you, really with all of those obstacles, it would be yeah. easy. There must have been, right, it must have been really hard sometimes. Oh, yeah, and absolutely. You, um, yeah. But clearly you were so determined and you and you had this desire to do it. Yeah, and, and I wasn't really kind of like a, a, a force myself to be like, oh, you have to work hard, you have to like, you know, do this. It's just all naturally happened because I think I have such a passion with, uh, with food. Mm. And then that's opened a, a new chapter for, like I was really lucky the uh, I think they are still top five restaurants in whole Mexico. Yeah. So I learned my cooking from beginning from a fine dining top top restaurant in the whole country. Yeah. So that's really benefit me from um, 
since then, because mm. all these little tiny things I learned from them, it's, it's become the solid habit, yes. the ground level for me. So, so how different is it? Because um, you know, a lot of chefs I speak to have got their, um, their grounding in French fine dining. Yeah. What's the, what, what differences are there between the Spanish way of doing Yeah, things? absolutely. So, um, so they were doing like a new Mexican cuisine, which is like a bit fusion. So they, they, they like a... a using like a modern European technique and also like a traditional French and all this kind of technique to also uh, merge with uh, traditional Mexican cuisine. Mm. So for us, we basically in that time is source the best of the local ingredients and seafood and all this stuff. And then we, we use uh, like a modern technique to cook it. Mm. So for me, I think overall, like with my whole experience, I, I didn't really have a particularly like a, I my specialty is French or Italian mm. and I can do Latin American, I can do modern European, I can do fusion Asian. This is I feel like all this cuisine talks to each other. Mm. It's linked together. It's not just like particularly you have to follow the recipe exactly to cook this uh, you know sauce and of mm. course everybody can do it. But when you understand the ingredients and the flavors and you can and also the technique and when you have uh, that beautiful piece of fish for example you can suddenly have a uh, five different sauces in your head. It's like, oh, I can do this, I can do that, I can do that. That's quite exciting. It is exciting. Yeah. yeah. So it's like it's like for for us, like having a chat. Uh, like for example, if I can speak five different language, if you can speak five different language, and there's some word in some language you probably couldn't really express it like that, and you can just use different language to yeah. express that, and uh, okay. everybody. Under- Luckily, food. Everybody understands the flavor. Yeah. So yeah. So you're very, um, you know, a lot of the chefs say they are produce or ingredient led, but it feels like you're. It's even more so because you're not really dictated to by one particular cuisine. You're no. you're really led by what what's going to work for that ingredient. Absolutely, I think this is more like it because since then, it's funny though. Back then, two thousand six, two thousand five, there's not really much of the internet, and you know, it's not massive. So uh, I think for because that is a technology how to involve with uh, uh, modern cuisines right now because you can uh, research all different cuisines and you can understand the recipes you can cook Thai food without you being in Thailand yes. you know that all kind of stuff and then for me I think the most important thing we don't get from the internet is the culture so because you have to we have to understand the culture to cook that food like a, like in Italy why is the cooks the pasta like that, why is it cooks the pizza like that, why is this thin crust, why is this thick crust, mm. what's, the, what's, the, what's, the, what's the story behind it? But I think as, long, as soon as we understand that bit, it's, you, it's become part of you, you understand what, uh, why they do it and mm. uh, the reason doing it, so yeah. Wow, and, um, and what, 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 what do you see as those influence that, on influences on the Mexican cooking and on the Spanish cooking. Why why do they cook the way they cook? Do you think? Yeah, because like uh, look like there's one particular dish. For example, it's like uh, we we have the uh, particular dish called chili relleno, like a restuffed chili. And then like they doing the like the uh, the modern version of it. They use a passion fruit sauce. They use like you know like uh, they doing like ceviche and then they stuff the ceviche inside of the roasted chili. So for all this kind of stuff, I think like for every country has their different profile of the flavor mm. and then they all based on their climate on their history on their all this uh, produce mexico probably have like five different type of corn you can get from the supermarket easily mm. and like 
50 different type of chili, you know, things like yeah. that. Sorry. And then like from there, different chili have different flavors, some of smoky, some of spicy. And so you, so you just use that to, 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 to merge like, you know, what's it? So all, I think when we talk about like the local produce, like, you know, like I was in Italy about a month ago and uh, the first time I tried the Italian tomato and I was like, now I understand why everything's based on like a Napoli sauce, Italian tomato sauce, because the tomato is just beautiful. I couldn't stop eating the tomato just on its own. So I think that's, uh, that's what it is. It's like, because by the beginning when we start cooking, I don't see people have a particular idea to say, oh, you know, see, all just from experience and from like uh, years and after years and hundreds of years and mm. all like added up become like something their mm. signature so, right yeah yeah so yes wow and how long were you in mexico uh two years oh, okay yeah and then from there did you go back to china or yeah you... so from there i went back to china and uh, again i think that was pretty lucky uh i met um, uh, a very good restaurant owner and um, uh, as a beginning actually i was only planning to stay for six months just to catch up with family and uh, you know then I will probably I was thinking about going to Europe just travel a little bit and also learn from there um, uh, but then got really good opportunities so to open restaurant with this guy and so we end up open like four restaurants together wow yeah each restaurant was like uh, like the best new opening restaurant of the year and things like that so it's like that was a the period of time I really used all my skill and technique shined and also like I think in that time I was uh, very young as well I'm kind of like everybody saying like I'm not an old school chef I'm like because also from I think the personality working in the kitchen in Mexico built up like me to being very like you know Mexico is loud everybody everybody like play music you know people like you know just like the Latino culture so I think I brought that to Qingdao, where I'm from in, in China, and then I just become uh, uh, quite uh, well known, like in very short period of time. So it was on newspaper, um, it was cover of the magazine, on TV, doing radios and oh. all this kind of stuff. So yeah, it's all happened really fast. Oh, like a, you are one of those rock star chefs then. <laughs> yeah, in that time I really enjoyed it. It's like, you know, it's also like, yeah, it's like, you know, it's just, it's just uh, the lifestyle there is it's amazing. and. Uh, finish service at two uh, 12 o'clock and then go catch up with Freddie in the bar and then, you know, like, yeah. hang out and then next day repeat and then like a new project of my record is like opening two restaurants in one year. Wow. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah from scratch, build everything. It's not incredible. just like a buying business, it's from scratch. So. so you're really living the dream there as a chef that was, you know, yeah, was absolutely. falling into place. Yeah. And what brought you to Melbourne? So uh, that's a very good question because in that time, after two years, I got like a reward for the chefs of the year, two years in a row, the best new opening restaurant and all this kind of stuff. I do feel like, and then my last project in Tindal, I was uh, uh, doing, uh, that was five, almost six years ago. We were doing like a craft beer and, uh, and uh, smoked meat. So it's popular right now, but yeah. that was six years ago. I tried wow. to bring that concept to Qingdao. And then I realized it didn't really work out very well. It's worked, but like it's, I don't think people really think that uh, it's, it's maybe too advanced yeah. for the concept. 
And uh, yeah, so but when people are thinking about like a Western cuisine in China, it's more like uh, you know steaks and pastas and very it's a it's a particularly square box kind of like thing. Yeah. And so I think I reached into that kind of stage. I want to do a little bit more uh, interesting and be more like a finding a, a a more like a better market like mm. for for me to can use my ideas and all this kind of stuff. So in that time, my my wife now uh, got a job offer in Melbourne. So she's a jewelry designer. So she's from UK actually. So we met in Tinder. And then uh, she she said, I got this job offer in Melbourne. I was like, it's a, it's a quite quick decision. I was like, okay, let's go. Yeah. And then my parents, all my friends were really shocked because I was on the peak of the, like the, whatever going on there yeah, and uh, I just gave it up everything I'm just like not really gave it up I just left everything behind I was yeah. like you know let's move on to a new chapter good on you so yeah it's interesting Lit into the abyss yeah yeah I think that's the best way you know so like yeah. when you actually like I, I do feel like in, in that stage I was um, I need to more motivation and uh, things like that so yeah. yeah and you've worked at some really um, interesting places while you've been here yeah um, so Hanoi Hena and yeah. um and um what was your one that you did before? You know the kitchen? Yeah, that's yeah. right. That yeah. sounded like you were playing some really interesting flavors. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I think like the good thing about Melbourne is like there's so many different cuisine. People are very open-minded about mm. uh, new flavors and new culture and new cuisine. I literally have my best uh, Indian restaurant here in Melbourne, best Vietnamese food in Melbourne, mm. and uh, I couldn't find. I couldn't think about another city actually like Melbourne has mm. all this like, like like really original authentic cuisine but brought into Australia has like a, their own touch and then you know so it's, it's fascinating for me yeah. so yeah and so we talked about before um, you know how local food really um, local produce really influences the kind of food that is the best food to cook for that yeah for that area what yeah. would you what, what do you find about the produce in Melbourne yeah, so, so I think overall we are very lucky because it's a massive country <laughs> so we have a like a like a different climate and uh, have different produce everything is very seasonal like we might have mango from queensland like you know each period of time is the best mango we have like some sort of fish and some sort of prawns and from different regions i think overall the meat quality is really good here mm. lamb steak uh, beef and all these kinds of stuff is really good and mm. uh, uh, i think here we have to work with uh, seasonal ingredients uh, because the climate change quite the regions are quite different. Yeah. So if we can get the best avocado from Queensland, well, you know, like while wow, Victoria's avocado is probably not ready yet. So that's kind of thing. So I always talk to my um, suppliers and then just say what is what's going on yeah. because they go to the uh, uh, fish market, they go to the like a uh, veggie market every day, and they know like all the more orange as a moment from this region is really good and this, this is very good and yeah for us we just like work with that yeah and so at the cricketers you've just come in um just a few months ago really is that yeah right? so it's about three months ago yeah yeah and so where did you have you completely changed the menu yes we have changed quite a lot so um so i i really this is my first pub i ever worked so it's like that's quite interesting for me because are there constraints on that yeah so we i think i'm slowly changing it <laughs> a little bit a little, a little bit so like obviously my background is all restaurant kind of food but like i think like uh, for 
pub, I'm always a big fan of pub. I think like uh, when I was in UK, my wife, she's from there, so we quite often go to visit uh, UK. And, uh, and I really like that, you know, low sailing and uh, everybody <laughs> just hanging out there and the food is very down to earth and it's good quality. So that kind of feel is quite good. I think this is like, for me, so that's the whole reason I took down this job because I, I want to try this. And then obviously it's, uh, it's a bit challenging for me to, to, because the system works different. People order from the bar, it's not, it's not table service. Yeah. So you can, like for kitchen, it's really hard to control the pace. Like basically people order something, you have to send it out straight away. And so yeah, you cannot right. really control, like for all the service I've been working with, like they basically, let's say like we have 50 people walking to the restaurant together and then the front of the house will try to manage, try to break of them course. down a little bit so the kitchen won't get slammed right away. But here we cannot really control it because like we have one, two, three bars. Yeah. So you might have five people same order food in the same time and from three different bars and then it all come to the kitchen in one go. Wow. So yeah, so that kind of stuff. So that's why based on this, I have to design the menu to be consistent, to be fast and but also like a fresh as well so luckily like with our experience and with the, with the team we will be able to deliver that so yeah yeah how many in your team uh we've got one two three four chefs okay yeah it seems like quite a small team yeah the number of bars yeah, and so yeah my last job roster was like 15 people <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah that's right because yeah. from fine dining you always have a lot of people in the kitchen don't yeah, you yeah exactly less in the pub and and when you're um when you're talking to your team about your ideas and so on and sharing with them what you're going to do, do you, do you um, are you more, when you explain things, are you more showing them or telling them how to do it? Uh, I think there's a couple of ways. For us more, I try to, like let's say we got this uh, uh, steak came in today and then we basically, our portions and prepare them, cut them as what we desired and then uh, we can have some good ideas about how we want to do it. And uh, like I always ask around because everybody from different countries really mm. in, in this okay. kitchen. Okay. So like everybody would have some ideas about how oh, we can do this, we can do that. And then from, I think it's, I also learn from them as well because like there we have a, a guy from Colombia and then uh, uh, Nepalese and we have Thai and we have, uh, yeah, uh, we have Chile and Peru. So it's like, it's all like, you know, it's very mixed. So it's like for us, it's like we do curry night. I will talk to the uh, the Thai chef, and then I was like, "What do you think? You know, we should do this, do that." And then we have some brainstorming and some ideas, and then yeah. It sounds like a great environment. Like, yeah, it you is. You must it really is. love coming to work. It's uh, yeah. So it's like good. for me, I think the team is quite important because like I'm not that type of chef to just tell my chefs you do this, do this. We are very. Uh, there's a system, there's like a details to attention and all the standards in there, but I think it's more about open to, I want everybody to get involved and I don't want people coming here just do the same thing every day. Yeah. I want them to have like the same for me as well, to, to get some uh, 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 sparks there and then to, to you know, to, to create something new and then uh, obviously technically like, you know, some sometimes came out there and this takes about like 35 minutes to cook a dish or that now we cannot do that. Mm. And we just have to use a different technique, different cuisine, or different like you know things to cook it and try to deliver the same thing. So mm. yeah, it's it's good. <laughs> Sounds good. Do you yeah. think anyone can be a chef, or do you need to have that creativity and 
Yeah, it's a it's when you say chef, it's quite a different range of、uh, cuisine, restaurant levels, and、uh, things like that. But I do think、uh, overall, all the chefs works really hard. So、mm. it's not a it's quite a labor intense kind of job. And、mm. uh, um, I think I haven't been working a lot of kitchen. People are extremely stressed.、Mm. So this is the number one thing I try to avoid in my own team and area because. I think the worst thing for people to be just like in a stressful environment, also labor intense, and then nobody gonna enjoy that. Yeah. So I do think like uh being a head chef and uh, and uh, it's more about uh management really. Like your cooking skills is different thing. Your knowledge is a different thing. That that bit you can always improve, but your personality and your management style is、uh, something I think. Everybody have their own different style, yeah. And、uh, so that's why I is 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 just、uh, you. You see a lot of people a bit angry in the kitchen. A lot of people are very calm, and、uh, you know a lot of people. Some people just enjoy what they do. They don't want system and all this kind of. I think it's a small society, so you have to like a, like a merge everything together. So, I, but I think like overall. Yeah, it is a hard job, and I don't think I I I I have so many heard so many people like basically change career like after a while because it is like you know like a pretty antisocial、mm. like schedule as well. You know, when you finish work is eleven twelve o'clock, and uh, and uh, it's really don't really have much of the social like life.、Mm. Like yeah, so it's but I think like. If you love what you do, and then that's a different thing. You, I, for me, I don't feel like I'm come to work every day. I just feel like I come to do what I love to do every day. So yeah, that makes it different, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. perfect. That'll、yeah. do. <laughs> awesome. Thank you.